update at noon with Sakina Kamwendo, midday to 1 p.m. So firstly, um, your reaction to the resignation of Mbali and Tuli, did it come as a surprise at all? Uh, not, not, not surprising, Sakina. I think if you looked at the 2020 uh, election run that she had against uh, the current leader, John Steenhazen, uh, you would have, uh, if you paid close attention to her values proposition, you could tell that this was someone talking about a democratic alliance that needs to make itself anew in order to meet the demands of the time and to remain relevant to a broad and cross-section of South Africans. And of course, when she lost that uh, battle, not only did she lose that, but there was also the return of the former leader of the DA in Helen Zeal, which of course was a beginning of a trigger point for many people who left in 2019. And Zeal's return has almost been seen as trying to reorient the DA uh, to pander to certain constituencies while neglecting um, a number of, uh, you know, black constituencies and also alienating to a great degree of black leadership. So I think if, 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 if Balinduli staying true to the values that she had uh, proposed of kindness, of, you know, fairness and uh, all these uh, soft elements that appear to be missing in the DA, she was not going to last for too long after that uh, uh, Congress. So... At this point, should the DA be doing some introspection or is the DA content at this point, do you think, Lukona, uh, to shed uh, what they may deem, you know, access weight uh, in terms of where they are headed ideologically? Well, I think they did that introspection um, at the, you know, at a time that was very difficult for the DA after the 2019 uh, national and provincial elections. You'll remember the report uh, that was published, which uh, to an extent led to the exit of Musi Maimane as the leader. Um, it, it seemed to suggest that the DA was very concerned about the the small losses it had incurred in that election to the point that they felt that their traditional constituency, of course, the DA being traditionally the white party, if you go back to its history, uh, they felt that they were now being, you know, outnumbered by the Freedom Fund class. And um, in some instances, people were no longer identifying with the DA in those constituencies. So they made uh, their strategic choice. Unfortunately, uh, many people saw that as the wrong strategic choice, because if you are a party that seeks to govern South Africa, you must actually appeal across the board. And what I think happened in 2019, in my view of the DA, if you look at the DA, its evolution over the last, um, say, 70 years as a political party and the measures uh, that have happened and the rebranding that has been done uh, on the party over the years, um, you get a sense that the DA now refused to do one more evolution. So the DA, in my analysis, is that has always gained its power through continuous evolution, measures, and rebranding. But this time around, it needed to rebrand itself away from its traditional constituency, that being white constituencies. And I think there was a great deal of discomfort. The conservative elements of the DA suddenly came to the fore. The pretense of trying to woo uh, black voters and black leaders uh, started uh, falling. And as a result, we have the DA we have today which I do think that to a great degree is not a comfortable home for a lot of progressive black leaders.
So what does this mean for the DA going forward? Because uh, will they continue to lose support in future? Because you're losing these black leaders and, of course, you need to deal with the repercussions of that. And then, on the other hand, they've also lost uh, uh, some uh, um, voters or um, support to parties like um, the Freedom Front Plus. Are they likely to regain the supporters that have abandoned them to go to a party like the Freedom Front Plus? Well, I doubt so because they can't out Freedom Front Plus, the Freedom Front Plus. The Freedom Front Plus is very clear and committed. It doesn't seem to uh, be interested in evolving into a much more, uh, you know, uh, collectively embracing party across the, uh, you know, uh, constituency bases in South Africa, which the DA still has an interest to do that. However, the evidence demonstrates a DA as a party in decline, a party in decline that in the local government elections on the 1st of November actually lost um, even in the city of Cape Town a bit of ground, um, gaining fewer seats than they previously had uh, before this election. So it is a party in crisis. Um, what, whether it has a leadership core that can pull the DA out of this crisis, I am not too certain because the leadership core seems to be married to its own ideas rather than growing the party. And of course, there has been a growing tendency uh, where some of us are beginning to think that there are people inside the DA whom we may refer to as ideological purists uh, who want to maintain the DA as a liberal party. And if it means losing support, as long as the DA remains true uh, to the liberal values that they believe are sacrosanct to the party, then they are comfortable with that. And uh, necessarily so then, it must churn out as many of the leaders uh, who have a problem with that so that there's still enough space uh, for those who remain to be in leadership, uh, even if they would have a lesser seats. But I see a DA that is going to go, for example, forward into the 2024 elections, extremely in crisis, extremely challenged in certain constituencies, not by the Freedom Front Plus, as we saw in the city of Johannesburg and city of Tswane, in some instances, Action SA is starting to eat uh, into the support of the DA in some very, uh, you know, traditional colored uh, communities. Um, uh, the likes of your Patriotic Alliance are getting the taking away certain wards, taking away certain votes from the Democratic Alliance. So if, if, if they don't do anything about their brand, their messaging and their leadership, I fear that in actual fact they may see sizable collapse than they project. And Lukona, just a quick one on uh, the latest development in Pumalanga at the ANC's headquarters uh, where there's been another fire. I don't know what it is about fires in South Africa at the moment, but, uh, you know, just, you know, your analysis on what is going on within the ANC and in the country. Yeah, fires, floods, especially offices. I mean, if I, if we talk about ANC offices, we've seen uh, fires as well in some of the offices in KwaZulu-Natal. Um, and in some instances, it has been alleged that those fires were actually started by disgruntled people who are dealing with one grievance or the other in terms of the party. But I think the fires are quite also symbolic, uh, Sakina. The ANC in Bumalanga, is highly divided. Um, the ANC in Pumalanga has not been able to hold a conference since um, the chairperson, uh, now Deputy President Mabuza, was elected Deputy President of the ANC in NASDAQ in 2017. Uh, there's actually been a disbandment of the structure into uh, some task team. So it tells you that, in fact, the ANC 
in Bumalanga, if we were to use the symbolism of the fire, is under attack to a point that uh, it may fall into ashes. I mean, there was a by-election not long ago, and uh, that the results coming out today is that an ANC councillor who had, uh, uh, you know, resigned and formed another party uh, uh, now has won that ward, which means effectively it's no longer an ANC ward. So there are a lot of developments. You would be much familiar with some of the work that you've done in municipalities like Liqua and so on that really symbolize the state of the ANC and how it has run down that province, perhaps in the symbolism effect, uh, becoming that, you know what, uh, perhaps, you know, it's time for the ANC to think very deeply and carefully about its state there and whether or not it will emerge out of the next coming provincial conference, a united party or a party that is actually burning itself into the ashes. And always a pleasure speaking to you. Thanks so much, uh, Lunkoda Nguni, uh, giving us some analysis on uh, the DA and, of course, uh, the fire, latest fire at the Mpumalanga headquarters of the ANC. Update at noon with Sakina Kamwendo, midday to 1 p.m.